Men, are you looking for a long-lasting, pain-free solution for erectile dysfunction, or ED? Peak Performance is that solution. Here's a list of our side effects. That's it. Peak Performance offers focused linear compression therapy, a revolutionary ED solution scientifically proven to increase blood flow, sensitivity, and sexual performance, all with no side effects, no surgery, and no pills. Call 1-800-210-8181 today for a free evaluation. That's 1-800-210-8181. Your happiest spring starts with Lowe's because Spring Fest is happening now to help get you everything you need to celebrate the season. Come on into Lowe's and save on select appliances. Right now, you can get free basic install via rebate with purchase of select items $5.99 or more. We're celebrating spring with more fun and more savings. Create a season full of happiness at Lowe's. Home to any budget, home to any possibility. Excludes Connecticut and Rhode Island. Appliance offer restrictions and other fees may apply. See store for details while supplies last. The Exxon Radio and TV show is largely an opinion talk show. All opinions, comments, or statements of fact expressed by Rob McConnell's guests are strictly their own and are not to be construed as those of the Exxon Radio and TV show or in any manner endorsed by Rob McConnell, Relmar McConnell Media Company, Talkstar Radio Network, its affiliated stations, or employees. All hit Welcome to the X-Zone, a place where fact is fiction and fiction is reality. Now, here's your host, Rob McConnell. Welcome to the X-Zone, everyone. My name is Rob McConnell, and um, for the next four hours, I'm your host and your guide as together we cross the time-space continuum to this place that I call the X-Zone. It's a place where people dare to believe and dare to be heard. It's a place where fact is fiction and fiction is reality. And the X-Zone comes to you Monday through Friday from 10 p.m. Eastern until 2 a.m. Eastern. And then the show is repeated in its entirety from 2 a.m. until 6 a.m. And then once again from 6 p.m. until 10 p.m. Eastern on the Talkstar Radio Network, X-Zone Broadcast Network, UK High Definition Radio, Euro High Definition Radio, Star Cable, Exxon TV and our growing family of independent broadcast affiliates right across Canada, the United States, Central America, the Caribbean, South America, the Pacific Rim, Asia, Africa, India, and Europe. Now, if you'd like to give us a call, toll-free worldwide, 1-800-610-7035. My email address is exxon at exxonradiotv.com. On MSN Messenger, exxonradiotv at hotmail.com. 
and our website, www.exxoneradiotv.com. My first guest tonight, Exxon Nation, is Dr. Mark Davis, and we're going to be talking about Dr. Davis's new book, Demons of Democracy. Now, Demons of Democracy describes the constitutional, constitutional dementia that has pervaded the highest levels of government. It explains why the Constitution is being used as a document, or should I say a doormat, instead of a roadmap. Demons notes how a legitimate army of millions strong has exploited the citizenry, which empowers them. It covers why America is at war with its own identity, and the freedoms we once thought were absolute may not be so free anymore. Joining me now from his home in, let me see, uh, Northern Maryland, is Dr. Mark Davis. And uh, Dr. Davis, welcome to the Exxon, sir. Thank you, sir. It's a privilege to be here. Uh, doctor, what was your inspiration for writing Demons of Democracy? Uh, from 1990 forward, I've owned and operated um, health care mm-hmm. facilities. And as a physician and operator, I never knew the law was so embedded into running uh, or operating these facilities. So I became cognizant of the law as we move forward. But not only did the law inhibit us from doing our work, uh, it caused major harm to some of the patients that we were taking care of through financial means, through legal means. The uh, legal system itself was an inhibitory factor in providing uh, health care here in uh, the United States. Now, more immediate was the Obama uh, legislation that came into effect mm-hmm. about two, almost two years ago. This specific legislation I recognized uh, as being written by lawyers, not doctors, unfortunately. It's about a thousand pages in length, uh, and you can obtain it very easily through the Library of Congress at thomas.loc.gov. And that was one of the inspirations for writing Demons of Democracy, because we're seeing every traditional institution in America undermined and or destroyed by the legal group, one million plus strong here in this country. They create many laws and regulatory structures that are damaging to society, inhibit job growth, and healthcare, and as in my field, uh, is being limited by bills such as the one passed in 2009. So that was the inspiration to write Demons of Democracy. Uh, along the way, I've accumulated a, uh, a fair level of legal knowledge, mm-hmm. and which is embedded in the book, 17 chapters, if you, if you take a peek at the book. Um, those who read this book will see that there are many factors that they never thought of before, including and not limited, that this prosecutorial misconduct. Our prosecutors are coming along and uh, misleading people into believing certain people are uh, not providing levels of legal justice. Uh, Dr. Davis, you and I have to take a two-minute commercial break, sir. Please stand by. A great pleasure having you here on the Exxon. Exxon Nation, our very special guest this first hour of tonight's show is Dr. Mark Davis. Here's a couple of websites. Um, Demons of Democracy, and I believe that's .com. And uh, the book is available at Amazon.com and BarnesandNoble.com. We'll be back in two minutes. Don't go away. Texting privacy policy in terms and conditions posted at textplan.us. Texting rules for occurring automated text marketing messages. Message and data rates may apply. Reply stop, stop, stop. The pandemic has been hard on all our kids. New studies show more than one in three children who started school in the pandemic now need intensive reading help. Here's the good news. Your child can be reading in just 30 days, guaranteed, with Hooked on Phonics. My first grader was behind in reading, and this program has made a huge difference. She's now reading above grade level. I use it for my kids' nightly reading for school. 
We love it and it's super easy and quick to do. My kid who just turned four years old and has been using the program since January of this year can now read. Thank you so much, Hooked on Phonics. Even if your child has been struggling, Hooked on Phonics will teach your child to read in just 30 days, guaranteed. And right now, you can get started for just $1. Text the word KID to 323232 right now. It's fast and easy. Text KID to 323232 and teach your child to read in just 30 days, guaranteed. Text the word KID to 323232. Text KID to 323232. And that's Burton Cummings singing, I'm Scared. And I've got to tell you something. Last night, Laura and I went to Hamilton Place and we watched an amazing concert by Burton Cummings. So to everybody on the Burton's Coming Tour and to the people at HECFI, Hamilton Place, a great evening. Thank you, each and every one of you, for making it such an enjoyable event. It's nice to see history in, in progress. Burton Cummings is a well-known Canadian singer, songwriter. He also was awarded the Order of Canada, and he's an icon, plus the fact he's 64 years old, so that means I've been listening to him for so many years. My guest this hour is Dr. Mark Davis, and we're talking about Demons of Democracy. The website explanation is demonsofdemocracy.us. That's demonsofdemocracy.us, and Demons of Democracy is available at amazon.com. Barnes and Noble and fine bookstores everywhere. Now, let me ask you this, sir. You you've yes. you, you've you've looked into law. You're you're not a lawyer, but you you've, no. you've certainly taken it more serious, I believe, than a lot of people in the legal profession have. Um, do lawyers have the expertise that they claim to have? Uh, no, I wish they did, but they don't. Here in in the states, lawyers are giving certain basic knowledge in their three year usually a three-year curriculum, mm-hmm. and many have three credit courses in inheritance or uh, trial law or whatever. They're very basic courses. So you, you may be trusting your $5 million or $10 million estate or more to somebody who has very limited knowledge in the area. They're not accountants, so they don't know that much about numbers. They don't know mm-hmm. that much about the stock market. Um, and as for criminal law, I would be get somebody who's really seasoned, maybe somebody who's been out in practice for many, many years, but they don't have the basic knowledge that people need to have when they're crossing the threshold of the judicial system. And we see this uh, written through the, through the demons of democracy. Uh, as an example, uh, people advertise in the phone books they, they're experts on mm-hmm. alcohol abuse, they're experts on divorce law, they're experts on inheritance law, they're experts on how to manage your money. Uh, they don't have any of these expertise that they claim, uh, unless they have an accounting degree. Most of them come in, they have social science degrees from college, uh, political science maybe, they're not science, yet they seem to be able to dictate medical standards now. Uh, as an example here in Maryland, 
the, the legal department of the state of Maryland runs the medical board, basically. Um, and they have set levels of standards that even physicians or angels cannot reach at all. So we're seeing this around the country, more lawsuits. Uh, 1.1 million lawyers are very, very hungry, and they, they don't have the expertise in the areas they claim to have, so they're filing frivolous lawsuits. All right, so let, let, me, let me ask you this question, because you, you mentioned 1.1 million lawyers. Yes. Does the American system of jurisprudence actually need 1.1 million lawyers to meet the needs of its no, citizens? No, not at all. Uh, take Japan, for example, okay. a country of 130 million people. They have approximately 30,000 lawyers. So if, if you do a ratio, see if they had the same population we had, they'd have 90,000, maybe 100,000 mm-hmm. attorneys. Uh, in the U.K. as well, the ratio is much, much less, and more clo- closer to the order what's in Japan and around the world specifically. Lawyers function in different capacities in different countries. And as an example, if you go, went to England, most lawyers can't get into the courts. They do levels uh, just in the office-type work. They, they don't do the... Uh, trial work as as well. Mm-hmm. So, yes, there's a problem. We have too many lawyers and we have too many laws. So what the lawyers have done, anytime a piece of legislation is made, it's filtered through the law departments of different universities, of uh, government lawyers, that kind of thing. And this, this keeps going on and on and on. So we have so many laws that we're constrained in building buildings, environmental concerns, and these kind of things. So, yes, there was too many lawyers and uh, you can see it here. They're all hungry for litigation, and there's not enough. About 300,000 lawyers now, we, we saw last week, are uh, having financial problems, according to some statistics that we've seen. So, uh, yes, it, it's coming to a head here. They're turning out too many lawyers, and if you have the money, you can get into law school here in, in the States. You know, if, if you want to open up a bar, there's a study done to see if there are too many bars within a district to to support another bar, and, and yet it seems that there's never enough lawyers. And, and I've never understood this. Why are there so many lawyers, especially now that they advertise on TV, if you've suffered from this, if you suffer from that? You know, it, it looks like, my God, there's too many of us. Now we have to start advertising. That's very perceptive. Every other commercial is a war commercial. Yeah. As an example, mesothelioma here, yes. here yeah. is a big deal. One percent uh, possible cancers are mes- mesothelioma related. Yet this seems to be a driving force for many of the attorneys. Mm-hmm. How often do you see this kind of cancer? Very rarely. I have never seen it in my thirty years in practice. Never seen it as a hospitalist. I, c- I can't even remember seeing a case that another physician had of it. Yet they co- they collecting cases. One of the bigger cases that was was. Do you remember fenfen, phenamine and fenametrazine yes. diet pills? Yep. That was phony. That that whole thing was completely uh, a miss. What happened was a few patients got sick from fenformine, a diet pill. So they went after the makers of fenformine in class action suit, and they went after the makers of fenformine, which has been out 51 years here in the United States. Right. And they closed down many of the companies that made thousands of people out of work. And at the end of the day, very few people got sick from the drugs at all. Yet they come up with these phony class action suits, which is a whole subject in, in the book. I call it classics action suits. Uh, you know that the Walmart case is a recent Walmart case where women complained that they weren't being moved ahead yep. uh, up the ladder. Yes. Well, that's going to the Supreme Court. I have it in the book, and uh, before anybody ever mentioned it on the media, and this specific case says that the only things they have in common uh, in the class action to the women work at Walmart, and uh, they're women. That's all. They, the statistics show, if you look at the numbers specifically, 
more women work part-time because they're taking care of their families, that's why they're not moved up as quickly as men. More men are the breadwinners in those particular instances. But there are many, many major uh, people, players in the Walmart system that are uh, company heads or department heads or regional heads. So it's really a baseless suit, and it will be found that way by the Supreme Court here. So why are the powers-to-be allowing this to not only happen but continue clogging up the judicial system at every level? Very Good question. Very excellent question. Uh, lawyers are the second largest lobby, especially trial laws, in this country. They support most of the left-wing candidates here and the liberal candidates. And while they're in power, they're mm-hmm. empowered to do what they will, the lawyers. Now, if you look at the health care bill specifically, there's no tort reform in it. One, that's right. Something that's really needed is tort reform, and we don't have it here. Mm-hmm. And you know why? Because we have a lawyer for a president, we have a lawyer for a vice president, we have a lawyer for the secretary of state, and it goes down the list. And we have embedded lawyers in the State Department and the people that negotiate all the treaties and all the, all the legislative intents that come out of the government. They're all there. They're all lawyers. So no matter what piece of legislation you refer to, a lawyer's hand is somewhere on it. You know, I, I heard a cute joke the other day. How can you tell when a lawyer is lying? His mouth is moving. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's funny. That's true. I, I always thought that that government was for the people, by the people. In, in America, it's, it's for the lawyers and by the mm. lawyers now. They've embedded themselves intricately into every system in the United States, so you can't get anything through Congress state legislators, unless there's a lawyer's hand. As an example, the two Supreme Court justices that are, were appointed by, um, and then went into power in this country, mm-hmm. had to go through legal boards for their approval before they could even be put up for their candidacy. So it, everything's controlled by them. Now, why don't you, this, a good question would be, how did this all start? When In Jefferson's time, Jefferson was a lawyer. He didn't mm-hmm. go to law school. He they, they connected themselves with another lawyer, and they read books and things like that. Or you had a choice of having being educated in the colonies, but connecting yourself to a famous lawyer, or you go over to England. Right. And most people were distrustful of uh, the English crown. They cast off, through the, the Declaration of Independence, they cast off the, the crown. And the, and the crown's lawyers were always here doing all kinds of things that were hostile to the colonists. Mm-hmm. So... When they wrote the Declaration of Independence and they threw off the, uh, uh, the crown, they needed the format so people would trust the government. So Madison came along, writes the Constitution with a little help from some other people, and not one word of the lawyer, uh, adjudicator, uh, attorney is in that, in that document. Now, the thing to remember is, in the document itself, it allows a man like me, a normal man who has no legal degree, to go before a court of justice mm-hmm. and state his case. In 21st century America, that's pretty difficult to do. And, and that's why people are so distrustful of the legal system. If you don't have a $100 uh, to $500 suit before you uh, in the court, meaning a lawyer, you're not going to get justice here. Because they, they made the law so intricate that someone who's a proceed, someone who represents themselves, can't get their views across to the judge, and judges distrust, by and large, pro se candidates before them. So it's, it's a real uh, dilemma here, uh, to say the least. So let me ask you, as a doctor and as someone who has their, their fingers on the pulse of the legal system, why, how did that new health bill that's been in power for two years ever pass? 
uh, backdoor politics. You remember past 221 to 218, they board votes mm-hmm. by giving grants and other things to people to get their vote. They made certain claims which are not funded in reality. As an example, money will not be used for abortion. Yeah. Uh, that, that's a personal opinion that everybody should have and, and take home with them. That's not, not for me to say who's to have abortions and who's right. not to have them. But that was used as a fulcrum, a lever, to get a vote. That was, they got two votes right there. Now, when the new, when the new House came in in mm-hmm. 2010, there's about 60 more Republicans. I don't know the absolute number. It never would have passed otherwise. It was, it was practically on the borderline of passing. And now we're all through the courts, and it's going to make itself to the Supreme Court by 2013 because it is such a bad bill. I've read the entire bill, and, and I can only tell you it would take five uh, hours to go through My each gosh. part of it. Dr. Davis, we don't please, have. <laughs> Dr. Davis, please stand by, sir. You and I have to take our news at the bottom of the hour. Exonation, Dr. Mark Davis is our special guest. He's the author of Demons of Democracy. It's available at Amazon.com, Barnes Noble, and fine bookstores everywhere. His website, www.demonsofdemocracy.us. And Dr. Davis and I will be back on the other side of this news break as the Exxon continues from our studios in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada, right here on the Talkstar Radio Network. My name is Rob McConnell. Dr. Mark Davis and I return right after the news. Don't go away. You're listening to the X-Zone Radio Show, live and around the world on the Talkstar Radio Network. X-Zone Broadcast Network, UK High Definition Radio, Euro High Definition Radio, and Star Cable. Our toll-free telephone number worldwide is 1-800-610-7035. Our email address, xzone at xzoneradiotv.com. On MSN Messenger, xzoneradiotv at hotmail.com. And our website, www.xzoneradiotv.com. Worldwide toll-free. Email exxon at exxonradiotv.com on MSN Messenger, exxonradiotv at hotmail.com and our website, www.exxonradiotv.com. 
exxonradiotv.com. Uh, today is Monday, May the 16th, and it's the final voyage, the final liftoff for the shuttle Endeavour. So we wish everybody aboard the Endeavour a safe trip, and we look forward to having them back on terra firma in a little short while. ExoNation, my guest this hour is Dr. Mark Davis. He is the author of, you're going to hear a lot about this book, Demons of Democracy website, www.demonsofdemocracy.us, and uh, Demons of Democracy is available at Amazon.com, Barnes & Noble, many other online uh, venues, as well as in your local bookstore. And if they don't have it, say, hey, listen, I heard... Dr. Mark Davis on the X-Zone. I want to get a copy of his book, Demons of Democracy. It's that simple. Once again, the website is demonsofdemocracy.us. So tell me, uh, Dr. Davis, as a doctor and as someone who, as I said before, is, I believe, a lot more knowledgeable than some lawyers, how do we, how do we fix this mess that we have found ourselves in? This mess is going to take a, a deep uh, tune-up at the minimum, or possibly an overhaul, uh, there's so many aspects to complete. The judges, as an example, if when you go before a court of judicial uh, prudence mm-hmm. and try to get justice from a judge, you don't know if the judge is on medications that inhibit his ability to function. Well, that would be one place to start. Have all the judges, other than the appellate judges, elected. That would be a big help. And if that's not the case right now, many jurisdictions, they have to wait 10 or 15 years before you can have an election for a judge. And they could do a lot of harm in, in those periods of time. So I, I think there'd be a deeper review of what the judges are doing and have their body of work available on the Internet or other resource so you can see who you're voting for. When you go into the voting booth, you don't know who you're voting for. Mm-hmm. And as for the legal system itself, we're just turning out too many lawyers. And I think it's it's time we reconsider how many law schools are certified and how many lawyers are coming out and what their educations are. I think we need to increase the uh, uh, curriculum, improve the curriculums in these law schools, and tell these people before they even enter what they're coming up against yeah. in society as well. And we're not doing that. And the book covers some of this stuff. We should tell the lawyers that you can't just follow frivolous cases, try to uh, stimulate money from people or to extort money from people. You just to tell them they can't use junk science. Uh, and there was two major cases in the last 20 years uh, as an illustration for that. Uh, so the fix is very, very difficult, but it can happen. We can do it, but they, do they have the heart to do it? No, because they control all the institutions. The lawyers. So it's going to be a very difficult time. People will eventually uprise, and and, and uh, I think they'll take over. I think there'll be a civil insurrection eventually from people. All the treaties that are made, yes. for example, the treaty with uh, China, mm-hmm. uh, it allows them to dump uh, materials here in this country. It was all negotiated by the lawyers. The Madoff scandal, do you, are you aware of the Madoff scandal? Oh, sure, scandal? Bernie Madoff, sure. Yeah. Yeah, of course, sure. Yeah. The Madoff scandal, the SEC is run by attorneys, not economists. And they did an early investigation of him and dropped it. The lawyers dropped it, and they knew there was a problem there. And and this sequence of events goes on and on. And prosecutors uh, in this country sometimes misleading people into prosecutions. There's one case that stands out in this book about a, a man who was on death row for 24 years. He was innocent, and they knew it from day one. They manufactured the evidence, and these lawyers. And he and this gentleman himself wrote a book called uh, "Chasing Justice." So. There's a lot of things going on. Do you remember the debacle with the breast cancer? Uh, people say they, they take yep. certain medications or they use breast implants. Yes, I do. The breast, well, at that point in time, 
Breast implants were already out for 30 years before they started this problem. So they thought it could cause immune problems and cancers and arthritis. At the end of the day, 2010, nothing happened, but thousands of people lost their jobs in these companies. Corning was one of the big companies. Do you remember the Audi sudden acceleration case? Yes, I do, yeah. That was all phony. Really? By Lloyd. Yes, it was, and it was never retracted by the CBS or 60 Minutes. It was all set up on TV to show uh, a false front that Audi was innocent as could be. Let me ask you this question, sir, as, as both a doctor and what I call an expert in, in law. Has the government criminalized too many normal behaviors? Yes, they do it very slyly. Let, let's start very simply. Here, here in Maryland, mm-hmm. they start off with seatbelts. It was voluntary. Where, and I'm not against wearing seatbelts. That's not the question. Yes. The question is, they start off with Then the law moves on. Uh, if you stop for another fine mm-hmm. and you're not wearing a seatbelt, you will be fined. Now it's an offense. It's a primary offense if you're not wearing a seatbelt. That's the first thing. I don't think people should be texting or or talking without speakerphone in the car. That's that's their you know that's state by state here. But nevertheless, they start off with a minor fine. Sooner or later, it'll become a criminal offense. Those are minor things, but that that's how laws move forward. You start with a basic. uh, If if you're a bank teller and you you mess up, up in your you steal, let's say you steal something, mm-hmm. and the manager doesn't know it, he can be held culpable just as well as you Wow! And on a criminal level. So it implicates itself. Now, do you lawyers, the prosecutors who are negligent, malicious, and or actually do criminal activities are pro- cannot be prosecuted so much because they get immunity. Judges get immunity, even when they do malicious acts. And there's one that stands out in the book very much, a, a woman... Uh, she was 15 or 16. Her mother wanted her uh, not to have any children anymore. Mm-hmm. So a judge approved that. And she, she was nothing wrong with the woman. She just, the girl was promiscuous. girl married a few years later. She finds out about it, sues the judge for permitting such a thing. Went all the way to the Supreme Court. They said the judge can do what he wants. Literally, he's not guilty. Oh, all right, that, that brings up another question. How do we, you know, should we... Should drug testing be admissible for, for judges on the bench? Should we take a stronger look at judges on the bench? Yes, very much so. I believe that would be the case. I think there's some misfit judges out there. Uh, I think some judges have distorted thinking. I think mm-hmm. they may be controlled by medications that they're taking, and they're part of the normal population. Wow. Why wouldn't they? If you look at the normal population, as you mentioned, 80 million uh, prescriptions here in America, and that's a statistic that may be two years old. Uh, why wouldn't the judges be part of that? So it seems that in Big that Pharma way. also has their, their hand in the judicial system as well as in the medical law profession. Yes, very much so. And I think it would be wise for people to, to get wary of this and, and have the, maybe not reveal it to the public, mm-hmm. but reveal it to a board that they're taking medication. We have a judicial disability board in many of the states, and then it could be revealed to them. I'd exclude them from the bench if they were, because they couldn't mess with their uh, ability to make proper decisions. What is your opinion, sir, as a doctor, and once again, you know, having the experience you do in law, with the legalization of marijuana? Uh, good question. That's an excellent question. Uh, in 1999, as the book points out, over 50,000 prosecutions for mostly kids under 21 for uh, having one ounce or less of marijuana. I think it should be decriminalized at the minimum. Mm-hmm. Uh, whether it should be legal or not, that's for the Eggheads to decide that, but for me, I would definitely decriminalize marijuana. Now, these children, uh, mostly, uh, 
have to carry criminal records for the rest of their lives for having less than an ounce of marijuana. It doesn't make any sense at all. It's a waste of good resources. And in 1999, it cost $11 billion to prosecute and, and house those people in jail. So it, it's an absolute waste of uh, but it, But isn't it possible to get that uh, that record expunged just because it's a simple marijuana possession? It's not that easy to get a record really? expunged. I wish it was. I wish you can go before a court of law. Um, and do it, but most most people don't get it expunged. We have people here in, in Hartford County, Maryland, where I am, um, who can't get jobs with the police force. They can't get jobs with the government, mm. um, and you can see where it goes. You can't get into certain schools because you have a criminal record. It's horrific. Now, another another topic that that seems to be simmering just beneath the perp uh, the, the surface is of uh, the. Um, you know, physician-assisted suicide. I know in the state of Oregon it's legal. Yes. I think it should be legalized all over the country. I mm-hmm. think boards could be set up with the proper religious people, government, legal, medical, yeah. and stuff. Because people are lingering and they shouldn't be. And, yeah. and it's hard. People should be have the ability to be put uh, out. I could speak for my own mom. My mom was 50 years old with cancer in 1976. I would have expedited her death. Her cancer took her in 11 months and the day it was diagnosed. But thanks to the laws, you can't do it. I would not be here as a medical doctor right now if I had done yeah. something like that. So, But I think uh, there should be a mechanism, and I think many people would agree with it. Now, very, very religious people will say, no, let them linger until they pass on. You remember the Terry Shriver case? I certainly do. Which yeah. I, have, I have this in the book. The government interfered. They should have left it alone and let her pass. They were keeping her alive artificially. She wouldn't have lasted much longer. And it was the right thing to do to pull the tube. She was brain dead. There's no doubt about it. Mm -hmm. But the evidence was there. There was independent boards reviewing this stuff. It wasn't the husband doing it. Yeah, I I often wonder if it's the... This is just my belief. I believe that a lot of these cases where a person is maintained uh, alive... It is yeah. is not for the benefit of the patient, not for the benefit of the family, but for the benefit of the health care institution that gets yeah. a lot of money for keeping this person alive. Correct. My uh, brother-in-law's mother just passed away. He's 66. She was My condolences. And in the, uh, it's an interesting case. She was in hospice part of the nursing home setting, mm-hmm. and she was lingering, basically. The hospice people told him to go in and talk to her to let go, just to let go. She's 87, she's failing yeah. and stuff. He went in with his son, bless both of them. About a few hours later, she passed. It's quite eerie that what happened, but literally, I've seen that dozens and dozens of times. And uh, yes, yes, the people are lingering. There was a joke, which is not that funny, as an I thought, but the physician thinks so, that uh, someone got to heaven, the pearly gates, and apologized to God and told them why they were late, because they were on IVs and in the intensive care unit. So you, you could see there's yeah. some of that out here in, in our uh, climate. <laughs> Exonation Dr. Mark Davis is our special guest this hour. We're talking about uh, Dr. Davis's new book. It's entitled Demons of Democracy, and you can actually uh, check it out at www.demonsofdemocracy.us. It's available online at Amazon.com, Barnes & Noble, and other online uh, retailers and uh, if you'd like uh, you can also um, go to your local bookstore and say hey I'd like to get a copy of Dr. Mark Davis's book entitled Demons of Democracy. 
We, we touched briefly on class action suits, Doctor, and I'd like to ask you, in a class action suit, who really benefits? The lawyers. There's a class action suit where uh, the plaintiffs, the people that were suing, actually had to pay back the lawyers for the postage because they were insufficient. They were given 38 cents a piece, and the postage was 40 cents. The lawyers benefit by far. The people who uh, are plaintiffs in these suits usually get no money or very minimal amounts of money, and they'll, they'll attest to that fact. And I have, dozen, I have so many examples in here that kind of thing happened. I actually have the quotes from people who were in class action suits and some of the things that they're saying are, are uh, quoted in here, and they're not nice <laughs> at the minimum. What's the har- what was the hardest part for you, sir, as 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 an author writing your book? Uh, that I have been su- through some of the, subjected to some of the very things that are in this book mm-hmm. uh, as a physician. Uh, here in Maryland, standards of care are set by the uh, lawyers, not by the physicians. And what they do is they'll bring in a gun, uh, hired gun doctor from the state or some other state to reinforce what the Lord's standard uh, mm-hmm. was created. And I've been up against that a number of times. Yeah, I'm a bariatrician and ge- a geriatrics physician, and uh, we use phenamine diapil here, and the state doesn't like us using it, so they come after doctors like myself. And I had to go through this process, which is uh, always out there, mm-hmm. that uh, you have to be very careful what you're doing and this and that. But the standards of care that we know, I wrote a book, about uh, diets, the Millennium Diet, and it talks about these kind of things. Uh, we know better the medical people than the the legal departments in the, in the medical boards. Yet the legal departments rule because they license us. So it's very difficult uh, to live in, in, in a type of community where lawyers run everything, especially the medical boards here. All right, Doctor, please stand by. You and I do have to take our final break. Exonation, Demons of Democracy is the name of the book, Dr. Mark. Davis is the author, and he's our guest this hour here in the X-Zone. www.demonsofdemocracy.us is the website. It's available online at Amazon.com and Barnes & Noble and fine bookstores everywhere. 1-800-610-7035, worldwide toll-free. Email X-Zone at X-Zone Radio. Uh, TV.com on MSN Messenger, Exxon Radio TV at Hotmail.com, and our website, www.exxonradiotv.com. My name is Rob McConnell. This is the Exxon. I'll be back on the other side of this short break with Dr. Davis as we continue talking about demons of democracy this hour here in the Exxon.
Exonation, uh, Dr. Mark Davis has been our guest this hour. We've been talking uh, to Mark about his new book. It's entitled Demons of Democracy, www.demonsofdemocracy.us. It's also available at Amazon.com, Barnes & Noble, fine bookstores everywhere. And first of all, uh, Dr. Davis, I want to thank you so much for joining us. It's been a great pleasure talking to you. And uh, you know what? You deserve a lot of gratitude from people for bringing the information out in your book that people never knew before. Thank thank you for the privilege of being on your show. Uh, The the book itself covers many areas that would be very interesting to the public. Why lawyers are not worth Mm -hmm. the $300 an hour fee they request, maybe 10% of that. It talks about millionaire lawyers, in some cases billionaire lawyers that are out there. Uh, who exploit the population and talks about classes actions suits. We have one chapter that discusses sex exploitation, how lawyers and legislators use their positions to obtain sex. Wow. Their minions. Uh, we have a junk science chapter, which goes through many cases where m- many of your listeners may have been affected mm-hmm. by uh, these kind of things. Malpractice, why your doctors have to charge so much, why medical malpractice insurance is so high, and why many counties here in the States, for example, do not have the specialists that they need to have. We have a chapter how we can reconcile many of the problems that lawyers have caused as well. And uh, I think there'll be a decrement of lawyers over the next period, not an increase in any more amount, because lawyers are doing so bad. And anybody considering becoming a lawyer should read Demons of Democracy. Anybody who uses a lawyer should read this before they go into a law office. They'll have a complete education from this book, as I was educated when I researched the book. Tell me quickly, sir, we're running out of time. We've got about a minute and a half left. Uh, Television shows such as, uh, let me see, Judge Joe Brown, People's Court, uh, Judge Judy. How do do you think that people perceive the judicial system after getting, getting a taste of these shows and getting somehow addicted to them? I think it's a big joke. I think the judicial system has been... Uh, it's a disingenuous situation, first of all, because it's all set up, pre-hearsed, rehearsed, and uh, the outcomes sometimes are just nonsense. And I don't think they're they're fun to watch. Yeah. It's fun. You know, Judge Judy's a lot of fun to I watch. I guess people Judge don't Brown realize well. that all of these shows are for entertainment. Yes. Because yes. I, I know as a former police officer, real courtrooms are nothing like that. Yes. I, I spent, as a kid, I used to work as a messenger on uh, Wall Street in New York, mm-hmm. and I would spend night at the Tunes, which is a large courthouse there, and watch people come in, and it was very entertaining. Yeah, Judge court. Harry wasn't there, and night court certainly isn't the way it yeah. was on TV. Remember People's Court? I sur- sure do. Back. It was an excellent show. Dr. Davis, I want to thank you very much for joining us, sir. Continued success, great book, and I look forward to the next time you and I meet here in the X-Zone. I appreciate it, sir, and have a very good day. You too, Dr. X-Zone Nation, Dr. Mark Davis, the author of Demons of Democracy, www.demonsofdemocracy.us. It's available at Amazon.com, Barnes & Noble, other online venues, as well as your local bookstore. I'll be back on the other side of this commercial break with the news at six and a half minutes past as we continue here in the X-Zone from our studios in beautiful Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. My name is Rob McConnell. I'll be back here in the X-Zone where people dare to believe and dare to be heard. Don't go away.